from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. Hello again, figure skating fans, and welcome to another episode of The Ice Queens. I'm here with my good friend Tori. We're fresh off a Caribbean vacation, and Tori has suffered greatly for her beach time in that now she's sick. I know. Stupid people at work coming to work sick and then making me get sick after my nice vacation. I can't even blame it on the skating this time. It happened like a week after I'd already viewed it. Well, it could have been that you had a delayed reaction. Like your body. It totally could have been. (laughs) Your body was holding in all the toxins from viewing the Grand Prix final. And then, you know, it just sort of came out a week later, just in time for the podcast. Couldn't take it. So this episode is about the Grand Prix final, which was, of course, tape delayed a week in airing on NBC, because why would we need to see anything even close to the time the event actually happened? Right. So now it's been, what, two, three weeks. So it's pretty much not relevant anymore, but we'll still talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, and there was very there were very few Americans in the event, um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Gracie Gold um, withdrew from injury, and very few other Americans even qualified for it. So again, a banner year for U.S. figure skating. Yeah, but we did come away with a couple of medals in the event, so at least that's an improvement. So let's start with what the uh, NBC network didn't show at all, except for the final clips from some of the. Top, the top skaters who won is the Pairs event, which was run, won by uh, Dumel and Radford. Right. Uh, but NBC did show about 30 seconds of their program. So that was really nice of them to do that. Yeah, 30 seconds. That was good. Yeah. So they ended up winning. And I, I've got to think that that's a little bit of a surprise because I would think that the Russians, Stolbova and Klimov are the favorites. Um, you know, they got the silver at the last Olympics and they're also medalists. I think they were the silver medalists at last world. So I would think that they're the favorites, but it's nice to see the Canadians um, still going strong and able to beat them. Yeah, they. I watched the from the 30 seconds that I saw, they looked like they did very well in, in the free skate. Yeah, they're a very athletic pair um, and they have a lot of technical difficulties. You know, she's the one that um, is able to do a triple let, so they're able to put a triple let's in their programs, which no other pairs do that because usually the women skaters and pairs can do a toe or a sow cow. So Tori, do you think we even have any pair skaters in the United States that are in the top 10 in the world? I would think no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thinking so either. So it's going to be interesting to see because we, we can only send one to Worlds this year. Is that right? That's correct. I believe that we had poor finish last year. And we're only sending one again. Maybe it's two. Did we have any pairs that were in the top 10? I don't remember. I don't know. You know, I think we actually are sending two pairs to the Worlds. But still, I don't see any of them being in the top 10. You know, we had six pairs at this competition. And uh, I'm sure there's another four pairs that are better than anything that we have. Yeah, I would guess so. (laughs) So I, I, I guess we're in rebuilding for pairs, like we have been for the last 30 years. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should say that Sween Han from China ended up with the bronze medal here. So we don't know how any of these people skated, except for Duhamel and Radford, because they showed 30 seconds and they looked really good. So I'm guessing it's going to be um, <clears throat> a barn burner at Worlds between the Canadians and the Russians. For yeah. The gold medal. There's a pretty big uh, point gap. It was... Demel and Radford won 20, 220 points to Sui and Han, 194. So there's a pretty big point discrepancy there. Right. So I think those the two top pairs are, you know, in a little league of their own. And then there's everybody else. 
So next, the dance competition, we actually had, um, you know, potential gold medal favorites. Uh, Chalk and Bates ended up getting the silver. Yeah, and uh, NBC was nice enough to show us their whole long program or the free skate. And <clears throat> it looked really good. It seems to suit them. They had a lot of energy. They're fast. They have connection with each other and the audience. Uh, it was a really solid skate. So these guys definitely are going to be in the medal mix at the World Championships. They got second here. They lost to Weaver and Poget from Canada, which we've seen them skate many times, and they're also a strong pair. Um, and then the bronze medal went to Papadakis and Cizeron from France. No idea who these people are, and don't know if they're any good. Yeah, but they got, unfortunely, it looks like they the got the bronze. It, it looks like the Shib should have gotten the bronze. They were third place after the short dance, and then finished last, sixth place in the free dance, which dropped them down to fourth place. Yeah, and I didn't go and check their uh, protocols, but I'm guessing they must have missed an element or something like that because this. They, sh I really thought that they would um, get the bronze medal, especially after being in third after the short program. They ended up fourth. Um, hopefully they're going to do better at worlds, but we do have two strong teams for worlds in the dance. So we could come, we should come away with at least one medal at worlds, if not an outside chance of getting two. Well, and also I think that Hubble and Donahue are really good dance team as well. So I look forward to seeing them at nationals and they should go to the worlds. Yeah, I really, I enjoy their skating too. I think that all three of our ice dancing pairs should finish in the top 10 at Worlds. Yeah, so because we, we'll definitely be sending three three dance teams there. So that's good. Yes, we will. So, and we should come away with at least one medal, um, if not two, but all three of them I have the potential to be in the top 10 and we'll get to keep on sending three um, to the next World Championships. And so... The next competition was the men's competition. I, oh boy. J did you hear Johnny's commentary on some of these people? Like he was just, he was being pretty harsh on some of the guys. Did you hear him talking about how it was like funeral music and depressing? And Are you talking about when um, Maxim Kotvin was skating? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, I did crack up because him and Tara, they're just like, we don't even know what the hell story he's trying to tell us. Right. And neither do I. Well, you know, I think he looks like he got fourth at this competition. He was in third after the short. He ended up fourth. Do not like this program at all. It's I call it Blue Spider-Man. Um, you know, his music is supposed to be all maybe edgy and dark. He needs a different program. I much enjoyed his program last year over this one. Um, this program is just it does not suit him. He needs something that's more fun. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I, I didn't understand there. You know, I, pretty much across the board, there were people are skating to really bad music that doesn't suit them well. I mean, there's hardly anyone who has a program except for maybe the exception of Jason Brown and of course Jeremy Abbott, but they weren't in this competition. Right. Um, who who are skating to music that's really a good fit for their personality and their style. I mean, all these people that are skating to Phantom of the Opera, Ugh. I just can't even watch it anymore. No, I hate Phantom of the Opera. Um, you know, there's so many choices out there. Maybe that's a problem. They don't know what to do, except for all the Japanese skaters seem to be picking Phantom of the Opera for their program, which, eh, don't like the music. Well, it's interesting because now you have more choices than ever because you can have lyrics in your music, too. So you would think that the musical choices would expand, not contract. No, yeah. So um, maybe next year we're going to get better musical choices. But this season, it's going to be hard watching um, the World Championships. Well, NBC won't televise half of it for us. But if they did, we'll probably be hearing the same piece of music over and over again. Although we're going to hear Phantom of the Opera quite a few times because... 
how many times have we heard it with just the few skaters that we've seen this year? Well, and aren't they all Japanese skaters that are skating to it? Yeah, and Gracie. Oh, and Gracie, of course, yes. <laughs> yes. Because that's because of Frank. Well, so in this men's competition, you know, there's only six skaters and two of them used Phantom of the Opera. Takahito Mura that ended up in fifth. He skated to it. And then Hanyu, who won, also skated to Phantom of the Opera. So we had that Sergei. He got third. I have to say, his music actually suited him. Yeah, um, yes. There were, way I... too... <laughs> there were way too many music cuts, because there's at least six in his program. But um, his music did suit him. He totally sold the program. The guy, it, he's tacky. But um, at least he has some personality and he offers something different than the rest of the skaters that were in this competition. Yeah, at least it's not like Artur Gachinsky, who that guy just hates every single minute he's on the ice. Right. Um, you know, Sergey, here's somebody that Russia, you know, is probably surprised he even made it. He medals at his two Grand Prix this season and ends up in the Grand Prix final and actually medals. And it's like, who the hell is this guy? He's 27, 28 years old. He's not the prettiest skater. He's, his program's tacky, but he totally is selling it. Had a solid skate, ended up with the bronze medal. Yeah, and then um, we have we have breaking news from the producer that uh, Satsuki Machida, who finished sixth in this competition, that's last place, yeah. is now retiring from figure skating. What? Are you kidding? It just flashed on the wires. Oh, no. Yes, so that's he he's good. out. He can. I can't believe that. Well, he's retiring after the Japanese national championships, on, which are today. Well, if he apparently, makes the Japanese nationals, and he wins or gets first or second, he would be going to the worlds. Um, he had a super rough skate. He was in second place in the short program, and then it was he just like fell apart in the long program. It was very sad. He fell down at least what three times. Hand downs on his quad was popping jumps. It was a really bad skate for him, you know. He is a good skater. He has the artistry. He has um, high component scores. He puts a lot into his program, but definitely wasn't his day. So I got to wonder if he was just really discouraged or maybe he's injured because that's a surprise. I think he's only 23 years old. They say he's 24 and he, he says he's leaving the sport to focus on school. Oh, well, maybe he's going to be a doctor or something mm, or engineer. Maybe. He was fifth at the Olympics and silver at the world, so he he was definitely in the top five. Yeah, and I don't think that he's, you know, he's hit his peak, so that's sad because I know you don't enjoy skating that much, but I do think he's a good skater. Yeah, well, you know, we saw him at Skate America and he, I, I don't know, I was bored, but I'm easily bored, as you know. Yeah, well, at Skate America, he totally kicked. He won by like 25 points over everyone else. Wow. I don't know if in this competition if it was... Something was going on with the people that were in second place after the short. Because him, and then we'll talk about Julia in the in the women. Both of them had meltdowns and ended up like a oh, god, ended up in fifth and sixth place. So I don't know if there was something going on with those second place short programs. Well, and then Javier and Javier Fernandez actually finished second in this competition, and he did poorly in the short program because he was in his home country of Barcelona while well, he was in his home country of Spain where the competition was in Barcelona. And he, you know, he was visibly nervous and really, um, I guess they don't, haven't had any um, international competitions in Barcelona. So it was, he, it was in front of his home crowd and it made him very nervous. Yeah. So um, it was nice to see that how well he skated in the long program. Cause as you said, he was in fifth, totally choked in the short program, but came back fighting in the long, the best that we've um, seen him skate this program this season, uh, definitely improved. It was a solid skate. 
he had a few mistakes, but um, he had three planned triples or three planned quads, and he um, hit two of them. So, you know, he doesn't want to peak right now. I think he's getting a little stronger with each competition. He wants to peak at Worlds, and um, it seems like he's going in the right direction. He's skating a little, this program a little better every time that he has um, put it out there. What's scary, though, is Yaziru Hanyu won this competition by 20 points. I mean, he has no chance if he can't close that gap. Well, yeah, boy, um, Hanyu just really had it going on that day. Um, he had so much technical difficulty hitting his um, quads. I, I don't know that he had, oh, he did have one fall. He fell on the Lutz, but um, definitely major improvement from his other outings, you know, considering he was skating with a concussion the last two times. Right. But um, he was on fire and he had good energy. Uh you know, he always skates a little bit on the edge, and it was his day. Yes, um, skating to Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, still skating to that, so it should be a, an automatic deduction. But um, he's looking stronger as the season goes on. Definitely has to be the front runner for um, Worlds. Yeah, I mean, he's far and far and away uh, from the competition at this point. But yeah, nobody's touching him technically. I mean, he's nailing those quads, and then he just has all the rest of the other jumps. He's got high component scores. He's into his program. He sells it. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to beat him. Yeah, he's kind of like the Queen Yuna of the women's field. Where he's, <laughs> there you go. He's so far above even the second place people. So, mm-hmm. um, but Javi still is very good to look at, and uh, we have a little Javi news at the end of our podcast today that we'll share with you, just so that we can, you know, bring some of the scandals in to our, right. you know, to spice things up. And Javier's going in the right direction with the skating. It's getting a little better each time he's out there, and uh, definitely will be in the medal mix at Worlds. So we like that. Nice. All right, so moving on to the ladies' competition, um, we had, uh, again, six skaters in this competition, the only one from the United States, well, Gracie Gold and Ashley qualified, but Gracie Gold apparently withdrew with an injury. Yeah, I guess so she has some stress fracture in one of her legs, and she's taking the time off right now, so she's able to skate at Nationals and Worlds, so that's probably a good thing, you know, let's not skate when you're injured, so you can, you know, win your Nationals or make it to Worlds, medal at Worlds, so probably a good decision. And then Ashley stepped up to the plate here. You know, she was in sixth place after the short program. I guess she missed her triple-triple combination in the short, and she was in sixth. But um, nailed it in the long program. Definitely saw the fight come out in her. She actually did a triple-triple combination. Amazing. Yeah, she tried to put two into her program. She did uh, under-rotate the second combination, but... You know, she needs that if she's going to be competitive at um, Worlds, you know. She can probably get away with it at Nationals, not having the triple-triple combination in there. But if she wants to medal at Worlds, she's going to need it. And she, the first opening one, nailed it. Was a shocker. I'm like, what's going on? It wasn't even two footed or under rotated. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, so she can actually do it. Wow. Um, You know, it's not our favorite program, but it's obvious that she likes the program. And she definitely sells it. And she seemed to really be attacking it more than she has the other couple of times that we've seen it this year. Yeah, I mean, I I still am not, I still don't think that the program 
is quite the right fit for her. It doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I think it, it, it lacks a little bit of spark, but she's, she's doing her best. Yeah. I saw her interview with Tracy Wilson afterwards and she was like, you know, this is how I want to skate. This is what I want. You know, this is what I can do. And I want to show people what I can do. And I'm like, well, yeah, what, what the hell took you so long? Yeah. So I was really um, glad to see, you know, and maybe she does better when she has to come from behind because nobody, she's not the front runner. And so maybe she gets a little more fight in her because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm in last place. Well, there's only six in the competition. I'm in six. So I got nothing to lose here. And she ended up with the bronze medal. So really the bronze medal, I think is a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. Especially, well, especially coming from sixth place. I guess she missed her combination jump on the, in the short program, which is why she did so poorly. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, she just, yeah, she just needs to keep doing what she's doing. I don't understand why she's been holding back so much, but I guess she is trying to build towards nationals and worlds. So right, you know, and if she skates like this, she's going to give um, Gracie a run for her money at nationals. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be those two, you know, going for the gold. Um, so it could be good little competition between those two. But if she doesn't have the combinations in there. Gracie's going to win. Yeah, she doesn't have a chance. I mean, you, she knows she can't be competitive na- internationally and even at, at nationals without her triple-triple combinations because right. you know, Paulina Edmonds is doing triple-triples as well. So yeah. um, so Rika Hongo was the alternate that stepped up after Gracie withdrew, and she finished in sixth place. And then, oh, God, in fifth place, Yulia Lipnitskaya. She is breaking my heart. This is like watching a child melt down before our eyes. Oh, my God. It was so bad. You know, so she, like I said earlier, she was in second after the short. And then she had a beautiful opening triple-triple combination. And then after that, it, it all went to hell in a handbasket. It was Meltdown City on ice. Yeah, and they were talking about how her coach, like, wants to let Yulia um, take the lead and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I know, that girl needs a parent. And like Johnny said, it's not working. Yeah, like, you she's need only to, 16. She's 16. I mean, she needs... I well, the producer was saying, why doesn't she go to the United States to train? And I'm like, that's not a bad idea as long as she doesn't go to Frank. Right. Um, but maybe like she would be great with Yuka or um, you know, Robin, what's her face that coached um Wagner. Yeah. That so I'm like, that's what she needs to do. She needs to get the hell out of Russia if they're like stalking her every day. Right. Well, and there's a lot of Russian coaches in the United States. Exactly. So I don't know, she needs a change. When you're when she's skating, it's like she's hating it so bad, and you feel oh, bad God. for. Her. She has so much talent, you know. You see her spins and the flexibility; it's all there. But um, she's in her head too much, and she, you know, she fell on the axles. She fell on another jump. She was popping jumps, doubling. It was really hard to watch. Yeah, it's like she turned she turned into a skating robot after after the Olympics. I mean, now it's just sort of like. She's out there to do the moves, and she doesn't have any heart and soul on the ice. It's like, oh, boy, they just they crushed her. Yeah, she's too worried about making mistakes. But, yeah. you know, I hope that she can rebound from this, you know, and this is just kind of a throwaway season because it's otherwise it's going to be a really long, tough road back to the next Olympics if she even can make the next Olympics. Yeah, that's rough. Because you got all these other Russians. You know, Russia has a ton of lady skaters that are skating right now and then coming up through the ranks that, because they dominated in the junior world or the junior Grand Prix too. Oh my God, more baby Russians. Oh yep. boy. So yeah, Anna Pogorolaya, Pogor- Pog- she was like crying after her performance. Oh, I just don't, I, I don't 
I can't. I don't like this girl. I don't no. understand. She's my least favorite, as I've said before, my least favorite of the Russian skaters. You know, she she can do the jumps, but that's what it is. It's, she's just skating around and jumping. I don't think she has any clue to what she's skating to, what music it is. Um, and she's just gangly, gangly and unpolished. And then at the end of the program, I don't know if she was... I guess she was really putting it all out there because she looked like she was in major pain at the end. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, Johnny and Tara were saying the same thing. It's like, she just is not connected out there at all. No, I do not enjoy her skating one bit. I mean, maybe she's, it, something's going to happen and I'm going to like it next season. Highly doubtful. Well, and then Elena Rodionova, she finished second and I, it's like, she's fine out there. She has this little childlike spark about her but there is just no maturity and polish to her skating she's fiddling all over the place right so they they're telling us that she's 15 but she looks 12 yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um you know she does have she has good energy she definitely is a performer she connects with her program and audience but she's young well and she looks 12 to me and she kind of skates like a a junior skater obviously has the jump she can nail the jumps but it's a lot of arm flailing and at sometimes it's like frantic and out of control when she's skating. Yeah, there she definitely needs some ballet training, maturity, polish, something to like get her in a place where she's more poised on the ice. Right. But um, you know, she's young. It was a really clean skate. She ended up second here. She will be in medal contention. Um and when I was watching her, I turned to Al and I told him, I said, you know, I think we might be looking at the next Olympic champion, even though you don't want to hear that. You got to remember in three years, this girl could probably be the next Olympic champion. I don't like living in a world where Radio Nova <laughs> is the Olympic champion. Well, I'm just preparing you right now. Uh, Although, you know, she might go through puberty before then. Well, I'm going to have my heart set on Yulia pulling herself out of this crazy funk that she's in. Right. Well, at the next Olympics, it could be a sweep of the Russians. Yeah. Because they're all right, you know, 15, 16 years old. And then, of course, you know, the reigning Olympic champion, she is only 17. Uh. Yeah, well, don't remind me about that. Yeah. But Yulia has something that's truly special, kind of like how Sasha Cohen was. I mean, you just don't see that very often. And right. That's why I'm like, that's what I'm looking for in my yes. figure skaters. Um, and then Elisaveta Tuktamishva. I have to say that I am liking her skating more. But me too. Uh, I don't know. It's it's. I'm like I'm I'm not angry. At least that yeah. helps. Um, you know, she definitely she has the. I like her attitude. She isn't the prettiest skater because she doesn't have the flexibility or the line. Um, but she is into her programs. Definitely has nice jumps. She has great height on jumps. She's fast. Uh, she puts it all out there. She's got the attitude. She skated clean here and she hit all of her jumps. She was on. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not hating on her winning this competition. And even if she won Worlds, I'd be like, okay, fine. Yeah, I definitely but, think she'll be in the medal mix. And I also like that, you know, a season ago, she was written off by the Russians. They're like, yeah. mm, she didn't make the team. She had a couple, she had a rough season last year and the season before because she went through the um, growing spurt, you know, and had to, had trouble with her jumps. But here she is back on the comeback trail and she's, she's doing tons of competitions. Her it's like almost every week they have her doing a competition. They said that she'd done like seven or eight already this year and it's working for her. So she doesn't seem nervous when she's out there. It's just, woo. yeah. And sometimes finishing, you know, finishing 
off the podium for the Olympic team is what spurs people to, you know, to rise above all that stuff. It just seems like that's the case with her. Yeah. So, you know, I like that she's coming back and, uh, I like when, you know, people have been written off and then they come back. And she did have good makeup, it seemed like. Yeah. And her program was different than everybody else's. You know, it's kind of that Middle Eastern disco type music. And she has a different look than everyone. So you got to like that. I will say that in the ladies competition, all three medalists skated really well. Yes. So at least in the, in the free skate they did. Yeah. Yes. Well, what they showed us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. All right. So we are going to um, end our podcast today with, uh, the end of the year wrap up, the end of 2014 scandals of the figure skating community over the past year. Actually, most of these are fairly recent. So we know this is what our fans really want is the dirt and the smut and the and the trash. Well, you should probably clarify that we don't really know what's going on. We just like to spread rumors. Right. Well, yes, it's just rumor mongering. So the one of the interesting stories that came around was about Carolina Costner and her boyfriend. Now, Tori, would you like to fill us in on all this dirt? Well, I think it's the ex-boyfriend, isn't it? They're oh. no longer together. Oh, but boy. he is a race walker, an Olympic race walker, and he won a medal at the last Olympics. And now there's some doping scandal, and <clears throat> he's being stripped of his medal. Oh, boy. And possibly... They're investigating her too to see if she knew anything and she could also be having a ban on her. I think it would be a future ban though. Yeah, it wouldn't be like, I mean, this is sort of shades of Tanya Harding where there's, you know, she's she's tied to scandalous behavior even if she didn't do the knee whacking herself. But right. but yeah, but she got stripped obviously of uh, past metal, but uh, Carolina might be in trouble for the future. But God forbid, if she's still skating at 50, um, <laughs> you know, we're going to have something to say about that anyway. Yeah, I don't see how that's going to hurt her if it's for the future because... As far as I'm concerned, she's retired. So then the next big news of recent times, this came out in November, it seems like, was that Javier Fernandez is dating Miki Ando. They posted something on social media that they are hoping to become a happy family together because I just learned this today that Miki Ando has some kid from 2013 that she won't reveal the name of the father. So we don't know what's going on there, but supposedly Miki Ando and Javier Fernandez are a a quote-unquote happy family they're a thing they're a thing um all i know is that she better not ruin his skating yeah tell me about it if he start if he starts skating um hunched over and doing his jumps hunched over then there's gonna be problems <laughs> you know she could never she did not have good posture yeah i know she was never one of my favorites that's no. for sure Oh, goodness. So those are the big big scandals of 2014. We have another week until we're in 2015. And uh, the Nationals are coming up, what, is it the end of January in Greensboro, North Carolina? Yeah, see how much we pay attention? Usually it's, what, the third week? Yeah, third week of January. So um, whenever NBC decides to broadcast that, the Queens will be there and we'll bring you our commentary about that event. And then we'll look at, we'll look ahead to Worlds in March. Yeah, we should get more. Usually there's more coverage for the Nationals. We'll probably actually maybe get to see some ice dancing and some pairs. That'll be nice. Gosh, who knew? Yeah, those are those are a discipline still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're and and it remains to be seen because we it was difficult to to know exactly if Terry Gannon, Tara Lipinski, and Johnny Weir were actually in Barcelona because they were only shown in the studio. So we don't even know if they were actually there. I'm- 
people with no. Yeah, it was clear that Tracy Wilson was there unless there was some serious CGI going on. Yeah. But um, we hope that at least all of our favorite commentators will be in Greensboro, North Carolina for the Nationals. I hope they're there. I mean, I can't wait to see their outfits. It totally cracks me up that they show them in the full body shots instead of just their face like they usually do. And Johnny's posing the entire time that he's talking. <laughs> yes. Um, he sh- he looked like a ghost in that last competition. He was like all white and it looked like he had um, powder all over his face. It was so white. Well, and the producer's like, is he wearing a woman's jacket? And I was like, yeah, I, yeah. Think he- I believe he is. Yes. Probably because look at his wedges that he's wearing. Oh, good God. <laughs> all right. So um, that's about, that'll wrap it up for the Grand Prix final. And we'll look forward to seeing you at the Nationals uh, podcast in January. And until then, rate us on iTunes. You can tweet about us. You can find us on theicequeens.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and you can email us at theicequeens at epicdeer.com. That's E-P-I-C-D-E-E-R.com. Or buy our crap. You guys missed Christmas, so you're going to have to go for a New Year's present at cafepress.com slash theicequeens. All right, Tori, I hope you feel better. I will. All right. Talk to you soon. Rock on. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer.